Welcome to Minority Corner, where we take an introspective look at the world through an intersectional lens. I'm James, he, him. I'm a queer political activist, actor, comedian, self-proclaimed sexy blur. That's a um, black nerd. And each week, I'm joined in the corner by other fabulous minorities and some allies tackling the news, pop culture, politics, media, entertainment, and history with a little self-care, self-love sprinkled throughout, all for our own personal and collective empowerment. Well, hello there, corner kids. I have to tell you, I have to tell you all, I have I've set up everything <laughs> to start recording this this intro. So in that kind of we we finished recording. Now it's time to, you know, do this opening and this closing part. And I have been stalling to hit record. Cause this is it. This is it. This is it. And I am also one of those people like I will sometimes laugh a lot out of my nervousness. I'm gonna talk you through all the things that are happening for me. Maybe they're happening for you too. Endings are tough or farewells. I don't do well with them. I am not good at it. So I am dreading this. I'm dragging my feet. Listen, I thought I was going to end the show two years ago. Two years later, still here, dragging my feet. Here we are. This is it. And it's so hard to say goodbye. But we've got a full episode before we even get to that. So come on. Let's have some fun. And... You know, we're going to dive into something that, who have you really been talking to all these years? Who have you really been talking to? Do you really know me? Do you really know Aneke? Maybe you don't, because it turns out we don't really even know each other. Aneke and I both took a DNA test, and it turns out we're 100% a bunch of things. So find out the identity of who these Minority Corner kids really are. You'll find out. The answer might surprise you. Probably not. Probably. Still find out. Yeah, they're black. Thank you, one drop rule, but we'll take it. Love and black. Wouldn't have it any other way. But then after we clear out the DNA test, Maury style, thank you, Maury. Uh, we, we got it from here. We're going to dive into the st- timeline of Minority Corner. We're going to go through some of our biggest moments here on the show. We're going to recap them from the beginning, some of our favorite moments episodes, content, things that we unpacked. And you'll also hear some never before discussed sort of behind the scenes what was going on with us, you know? Was maybe someone recording in a car? Did Was someone maybe breastfeeding while recording an episode at one point? Did somebody maybe delete an episode that they used to have, like their ex-boyfriend on the show, and they were talking about the ex-boyfriend a lot in the earlier years, and they broke up, they deleted the episode? Maybe. We're going to hear all about not only... Some of our favorite episodes and and content that we have produced and talked about, things that we've learned that has completely changed our life, but also what was happening for us as we were doing this show. I couldn't think of a better way to wrap this show up than to look back and see where we've gone, how far we've come, and what's still left to be done. The work that there is that still lies ahead. So get ready to go down memory lane as we do this last episode of Minority Corner. Let's look at our DNA tests and let's go back into the past where it all 
began. Here it is. It's time. One last time to learn, laugh, and play right here on Minority Corner. Why are you guys shouting? It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Why are you guys starting like that? I was like, closing time. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, my friend. I know you're gonna you said you're gonna no 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 you're here. Ooh, Spice Girls. A medley. I know. um, Farewell songs. What a bunch try. Oh wait. That's the water one dry oh, one. I didn't know where you I were I was doing bass line. Oh, look at us. We are just <laughs> four boys singing on the stoop. They said, they said it wouldn't last. We had to prove them wrong. I mean, we proved them wrong. It lasted a long time. <laughs> and who said it wouldn't last? I don't last? think anybody was saying that. Not to our face. Actually, I mean, I will say, I will never forget. We're going to go through the Minority Corner timeline. Mm-hmm. But when we first joined Maximum Fun, which yes. I didn't realize. Well, we're going to look at the timeline. I didn't realize it was a year in. I was on that. It was Johnny our Hot year Cakes. anniversary. I I, yeah. I I thought it was like we did a few episodes and then it was Maximum Fun. We did 35 episodes before we're on Ma- Maximum Fun. We were fun. just doing this out and sending it to the world. Oh, for fun. Yeah. <laughs> and really committed. Really committed. We did. I, but I will never forget there was one review that was someone was like, this show won't last on Maximum Fun and it's not great. And seven years later. If you did. 350 episodes. Yep. We did it. I mean... I got to just say yes. We did it. I mean, it's amazing. So, and Nikki, we teased this. And who have you all been talking to this entire time? Do you know us? Do you? Do, Do you? you know? Do you? You don't. You don't. I, well, <laughs> and also, Aneke does. We don't really know each other because. Apparently. <laughs> and I thought I was Portuguese. I thought well, I was twice. I, not. Okay. <laughs> She's like already on the defense. Because You're not on what, trial. That's what you told me. <laughs> that's what I was told. Yeah. So Anaki and I for weeks have been saying we wanted to reveal our DNA heritage to each other live on air. Live and direct. And now is the time. Anaki, mm-hmm. you took a DNA test. I did. What percentage of that bitch are you? 100%. <laughs> 100 Why do I got to look that up? I already know I that. I don't need a test for that. No. <laughs> Hundo. Uh, okay. Uh, do you want? Let's do ninety-eight. Sometimes I can be a little. No, you sweetie, sweetie pie. See, that's what makes me sweet. If I was one hundred percent that bitch, you'd be like, yeah. Okay, out of here. Do you do you want to go first? No, you go first. Okay. Like, no, wait. I'll go first because yours is the reveal. Long. Mine's not that. Ex- Mine's. I mean, look at all these people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I'll be quick. So I am 100% Aneke, according to 23 <laughs> <laughs> Me. All you. Just me, Aneke. Um, I am basically everything that is not Asian. Oh, interesting. Okay. Literally everything of the world Come that's through. not Asian. Or let's say Pacific Islander, too. Okay. So let's just say <laughs> May is not my month. <laughs> no. We will not be having a neck no on this podcast. But I will say, we will go through. You had some really great corners during AAPI Heritage Month. Oh, I'm an, I Titus love Wong, who, my AAPI group. Uh, I forget her name. I have her on my list, but to uh, the uh, pirate lady. Yes, I love her. She's oh amazing. God, yeah. And like, I mean, yeah. Uh, so 
I support, even though I don't belong to that group, <laughs> the one group that decided not to procreate with every member of my family. <laughs> so I am 71.5% Sub-Saharan African. Get it. Yeah, Ooh, that's sub-Saharan. me. Sub-Saharan. Mm-hmm. So, what region is, does it say? Is there a map? Sub-Saharan what? African is basically everything that isn't like the Middle East. Oh, which is kind of fucked up. It's basically Africa. It's the whole thing. It's like when people say upstate New York (laughs) and they're just talking about the state of New York. Yeah, you mean everything else that's just (laughs) the whole other thing. (laughs) It's pretty wild. It's dumb. Okay, so uh, generally I'm West African, which makes sense because that's where the slave trade happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So 69.4% West African and then they break it down. So apparently I'm 47.5% Nigerian. Of the Igbo tribe, Igbo mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So I mean, oh dang, they got tribes. They got the Igbo people on there. I gotta go get there. me some twenty three and me then. I was so built. I googled what Say is what the you best said to one. Me. <laughs> and I can't even pull the uh, <laughs> now. Now I am on trial. <laughs> Sorry, we no, did have not. an episode that was called the trial of Aneke. I now <laughs> only <laughs> the trial of James. I. And we had some really good episode titles, I will say. We had some good ones. I, I have it on a list. We'll go through. We'll go through. I'm excited. Um, but I said to Winneke, oh, I did some research. Well, I said, oh, I did. And I maybe had a little bit of the oh, I to it. Y'all know the voice. <laughs> oh, I did the one that is the best one for black people. Yeah. Because <laughs> they said, because like, here's the thing. These DNA tests are only as good as the amount of uh, people who also do them. That's and true. so apparently this had like the most amount of black people that were doing it. So well, it sounds like more black people scooting on over to 23andMe <laughs> because I know that I am the, the Igbo people in Nigeria. Damn. Give me that jollof rice. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I am also 15% Ghanaian in Sierra mm. Leone. I am 0.9% uh, Sene Gambian, mm-hmm. and then the rest they don't really know. I'm like Congolese. You are 1.9. an African princess. I'm an African princess. I'm also 26.5 percent European, mm-hmm. which is a bigger chunk than I expected. So that's nearly <laughs> a third, which is a lot of white people up in this bitch. So, <laughs> can I ask you what was your pro- when you saw? Well, once you get done, my question yeah. is what was what. What was the experience like to get these results back for you? you yeah, yeah, it was surprising, but also makes sense because I look at people from Africa and I look at me and I don't look like that. Mm-hmm. I look like there's white in me. That's mm-hmm. just the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I look very African-American and we're mixed up. <laughs> yes. I wasn't expecting it to be that much. I thought maybe like 10%. A little, little dab over there. A little dab, but there's a lot. And it is a lot of different white people. Yeah, they were all Surpri- up. They're all up in here. Y'all were getting around. I am 18.2% British and Irish. And mm-hmm. then they have all the different regions. Like I got Glasgow. Oh dang! And all of that shit. We're not gonna go in there. They got nine different regions in there. Mm-hmm. England, that tiny ass little island. Who gives a shit? <laughs> okay, I'm five point. Those are ancestors. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. Hopefully, um, we know that they sucked. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, five point three percent French and German. Oh. And then they got the broadly north northwestern Euro- European. 0.4% Ashkenazi Jewish, which makes sense because my grandma used to talk about her great-great-grandma was a Jewish woman that lived in Jamaica. So if you had a son, then they would be Jewish. Mm-hmm. Part of the tribe. Mm-hmm. So, and then also 0.4% <laughs> Portuguese. I'm Portuguese. <laughs> Wait, how much? 0.4%. But that's still more than me. <laughs> Guess who's the Portuguese Four person? Years. Me. Me. I'm Portuguesa. Oh I'm Portuguesa. My God. And then I'm 0.5% Indigenous American. 
Okay. Here's the craziest part. Yeah. And I'll be done. Yeah. With 23andMe, they took my makeup mm-hmm. and they're like, it looks because of the makeup of your background that your family is from Jamaica. <gasps> That's cool. Isn't that cool? They were like, boop. And you're like, oh. see, they did. I, all right. I'm taking my 23andMe so <laughs> to be continued, but you'll have to find out on Get On Up because there won't be. I'll do a special Minority Corner breaking through episode of like, I'll come back this to that. Just in. This just oh. in. James is this. Yeah. Okay. Tell me yours. <sighs> all right. Tell a fellow Portuguese person what you. I'm are. not Portuguese! <laughs> but I will tell a fellow Nigerian. Yeah. I am thir- oh high five. I am a thirty-eight percent Nigerian. Damn. Eight point four percent Kenyan. We oh running. wow! That's why I'd be running. I'd be like because <laughs> we fast. We gotta run. Cheetahs. Cheetah girls. Kenyan, cool. Eight point three percent West African. Okay. You know they'd be trading them slaves. I mean, come on that's over the here. Nigeria. Yeah, they're like somewhere in Nigeria. Can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then three point six percent Somali. Interesting. Then a little we bit go Northern African. A little bit of that over there. Then let's go over to Europe. And I kept waiting to see what the percentage of Portuguese was because my mom was told. My mom said, "Oh, Grandpa Russell, uh, he's from Portugal." And we went to one of my uncle's funerals. Yeah. Uh, his sister and my niece were like, "Oh, yeah, like Grandpa Russell. He he came off like a like he I." came over here from like Nova Scotia, which is in Canada. Yeah. And then I did some Googling. There is a high concentration of Portuguese who landed in Nova Scotia. So I'm like, this tracks. And also this makes sense. Let's point out the fact that this isn't like a great, great. This is grandpa. This is grandpa. Yeah. This is grandpa Russell. Yeah. And they're like, he was, you know, fine as hell, came off this boat and like, listen, there was nothing to do in the sixties, I guess, because like everyone, he was have, he was fine as hell. We all got a Rolling Stone in a family. And because he had all these kids in the neighborhood. He Grandpa was loving Russell. It and anyways, so just thinking, okay, he's from Nova Scotia, Portuguese, da 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 da. But why did 22.7% Scandinavian <laughs> pop up on here? 22%. That's huge. That's a quarter. So that means if I am a quarter of something about, yeah. that means then. You what are my 22%. Parents, which my, which that's, you know, rounding up, essentially it's a quarter, 25%, right? Yeah. So that would mean that one of my parents is 50%. So that would have to be, my mom's like, maybe it's your dad. I'm like, nope, <laughs> it is you because there's no Portuguese on here. You are then 50%, which then meant that Grandpa Russell was pretty much almost like he's Scandinavian as Why fuck. are you lying? I just think no one knew. That Didn't man just, he have like some Swedish accent? No, no one. I, and I don't think like, I think... Here's what I think he was maybe generationally Scandinavian. Mm. He probably like originated from there, but he was probably like second generation or something. Okay, that know? makes sense. Yeah. So they were probably over there in Scandinavia. Damn, hell I mean, white. it was just like the 19. 19- <laughs> it was just like the 19. It was the 1960s, 1950s. It wasn't 18 something. So it's like it wasn't- you think about like Portuguese and you think like there are oppressors and it's terrible. And you think about Brazil is awful. Still white people, but still. You think Portuguese is like a little bit more like bit mm, Spanish or whatever. Scandal. Okay. All right. Heidi. Those are alive. Leave me alone. Oh, but this does explain my affinity to Holland. Oh, That's yeah. part of the Scandinavian region. Not going to lie. Scandinavian men are hot. Yeah. guards. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have too many. Too many in my We're just Rolodex. talking about your family. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Then 10.6% <laughs> Irish. This is probably coming from my dad's side because my dad's 
my dad's dad was half half black they were like oh his like there was one of my my great grandmother was a quote unquote servant who had an affair with the but I don't know power we dynamics. Know how it goes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, was it really an affair? Who knows? Um, One point nine percent Baltic, so we still hanging up in that region. So that's like Estonia, something or other. That's probably Grandpa Russell. That's probably him. <laughs> and then one point seven percent Italian could also be Grandpa Russell. That's where them green eyes came from, Grandpa so, Russell. All, all here's where the like plot them. thickens. Okay, here we go. Two point five percent. South Asian. You got my Asian. <laughs> 2.5. That's a lot. And then I was like, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> it does not make sense, but it does. I did some Googling. My family on my mother's side yeah. is from uh, Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, hello. I did some Googling yep. that when Trinidad and Tobago was like, oh, we're not doing slavery no more. Good luck. They were like, well, we still need cheap and free labor. And so what they did, they said, people of India, come oh, on over yeah. here. Work mm-hmm. for nothing. So that is how some of the South Asian ends up happening. Oh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. My friend had a, um, not my friend, my cousin's good friend was from Trinidad and she was South Asian. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. And then last but certainly not least, 2.3% Mesoamericans, oh, like the Aztecs, yeah, the Mayans. Cool. Yeah. Sacrifice, sacrifice. Stop Build the temple. What? Build the temple. That's what we were doing. Look at this little map all over the That's world. That's nice. Look I love up. that. Yeah. Look at us. World babies. So, Maury said, "I, you are all the father. All the father. retiring. Look at us. I know. Just in time. Just in time. We're, we're, we're leaving. Mari's leaving. It's a different a different world from where you come from. It's a different world. Woo-hoo. I feel like I know you better now. Oh, we're getting into it. Okay. Final episode. <laughs> I just said I feel like I know you better. I know. Now we're in the next conversation. Oh, now, okay. Now we're oh, going back. Oh, you mean like from doing the... I thought you meant the show. Okay. I thought you were talking <laughs> no. about from doing this show, you feel well, like you know me better. That, yes, obviously. <laughs> but that's true. also just like seven years of knowing you. And then there's this. Our an- Now we yeah. know about our ancestries. And you know what? You saying the 25% is a quarter, I didn't realize that for myself. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. A quarter. A mm-hmm. And neither of my parents are half. Right. So it's all like it's all they like down. whittled down. Yeah. So I can again that twenty two a quarter that would yeah it's a lot it's a full on it's a full on something or other. Okay. We're black. <laughs> Yo, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. And again, because that's them rules that they done set up about the mm-hmm. one drop rule. So all that to say, yes, that's cute. A little bit of Scandinavian, Irish, South Asian, da da, black, black. And just make it real easy on myself. It's true. I'm a black and lady. Cook one box. Click it. Black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's who you was talking to. You thought you were talking to two black people all these years. And you are. You're right. Oh. Well, yeah, you're wrong <laughs> technically. You're right socially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so, Aneke, yeah. I, so I want to take us back to the beginning. I want to do the ti- a timeline of Minority Corner I, and get through the, some, of, some of the stuff. So... June 15th, 2015. God, what a different Our time. first episode was called The First, It'll Get Better. Oh, look at us being humble. <laughs> because the audio is, I was listening to a little bit of it last night. Audio great. is so jacked. It's I didn't good. know what I was doing. I had turned up the volume, like the left and the right speaker. Like I turned up, I was like, oh, and I can be the left speaker. I'll be the right speaker. So that's why it sounds like 
We're Neck is on the other. left side and I'm on the right side. I'm like, that's how podcasts do it. Like learning as we go. I would edit the, the show. Yeah. And you worked uh, hard. Work garage band. We would do it in Libsyn. We bought these microphones. And uh, I will say. Yes. That I had major faith and trust in you. Because in college, you used to do these mixes mm-hmm. in the audio and all the stuff for our stage productions. Yeah. In college. So I was like, James knows what he's doing. And I did. And <laughs> we would do, and like, it, we, I think we originally would do episodes on a Tuesday. And then mm-hmm. I think sometimes we were like, oh, just kidding. It's dropping on this Wednesday because I couldn't. Sometimes the editing would get, you know, fucked up or whatnot. Yep. I, it's just so funny. The first episode, we talk about so much and it's just under an hour. I know. We talk, <laughs> you can just tell, like, I used to get so, I would get so nervous before the show was a oh, little bit. Oh, you would? Because you're just like, you have a microphone in your face and what yeah. are you going to talk about? And, you know, now 300 plus episodes. Yeah, you're... I did start to get a little nervous today. Really? Because you're like, then once we started recording, I was like, nah. Because how do you end, you know, 350 oh. episodes? Like, I just how feel do you... like we began it. It will end it the same way we began it, as two friends talking to each other. In here, seven years. You know, we used to do the, uh, do you remember our original tagline? In the beginning, we used to open up, welcome to Minority Corner. Learn, laugh, play, grow? It's like Blue's Clues. Oh, yeah! It's like Blue's Clues, learn, laugh, play. <laughs> Only more gay, black, and, and ladylike. And every episode... We would, you would say the lady like, and we'd find you'd <laughs> like a Simpsons. You'd find some different yeah, way to record d- it. Eventually, we just recorded one mainstay way for you to do it. I remember. Then that. we became more black, queer, and ladylike, and then mm-hmm. eventually got the note from Maximum Fun of like, no one gets the Blues Clues thing. <laughs> I remember that. And we got rid We're of like, that. Okay, no more Blues Clues. No, yeah. Uh, we would also start off with uh, previously on Minority Corner. Oh my god, I forgot about that. We got a note. We from, did a previously, which because like because we were obsessed with Scandal. <laughs> And we used to do previously on Minority Corner because we thought it was funny. And then how did we do all of this under an hour? And Jesse Thorne was like, Don't "That do doesn't that. make sense. Say what you're going to do this week." <laughs> I remember that note. What the hell? Scandal was huge in our lives during that point. It was so. It, we followed it to the very, very end. Scandal. Oh, yeah. How to get away with how murder. To get murder is so huge. Um, I, you know, it was interesting too. I had a little trouble sleeping last night, and the night before we recorded mm-hmm. the first episode, I also apparently had trouble sleeping. Oh, and I was thinking just about death and dying, and I'm oh, like, well, some God, things wow. never change. Wow, seven years later, and this is when I couldn't see. I we're talking about Jurassic World. <laughs> Dallas time Terrence, capsule. Dallas Terrence is in her high heels, and I can't say her name. Terrence Darrence Howard. Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard. It's a tough one to say. Oh no! Why did Ron Howard do that to her? <laughs> Science Howard's Howard. You would think that you would love her because she, her everybody says her Jessica Chastain adjacent, and you love Jessica Chastain. Yeah, but every time I'm like, oh, it's Jessica Chastain, and it's not. A friend of mine recently told me that they were listening. They've listened to the podcast, and they were like, "I every time I see Jessica Chastain, I just think of James." <laughs> <laughs> And so you know I lost my shit when I watched scenes from a marriage because oh, I've got Oscar no. Isaac and Jessica Chastain. I know. I'm surprised that you didn't. Your physical form is right here. You didn't just like poof into like dust. It's a splooge. Yeah. <laughs> just a goopy goop on the couch. Okay. You were a young 32 at the start of this podcast. Still you were in my 30s. You Good. were talking about 
your lady jam jam jamboree was gonna maybe be the name for your 33rd birthday oh my jesus year i talked a lot about my jesus year it's just so wild because like i remember my jesus year which i went through here on the podcast and i just like like, just remembering aneke as like a young 30 year old woman i'm still a young woman in my 30s (laughs) i am still no child no child you weren't married Um, do you remember some of the co- the other conversations we had on the very first episode? Tell me. Rachel Dolezal oh was on the... We talked about her the first episode. And I had it wrapped my head around... We could stop talking about her ass, too. <laughs> I kept... You were like, I'm done talking about I her. I know, you'd bring kept her ass coming back. Because it'd be a new development. Then there's a documentary. I'm glad she's... And it's just so funny. That was our first episode. I didn't know what to think about Rachel Dolezal. I know. At the time. And you were just like... You were like, I don't like this story. And I was just like, it's <laughs> silly. And then, because it was so fresh, so new. Yeah, you were. we were like, it had just come out. Like, her parents were like, she's not black. And yes. she was like running from the camera. <laughs> and I was like, this doesn't feel right. And because it, it, it was fresh on the presses. Yeah. And I was just like, this is so silly. And you will never, and this happened in Eastern Washington. And you had commented that, uh, you're like, but when she goes to the black lady hair shop, like, a black lady knows a white lady. Uh, how did they not call this out? Um, I think we played two twists and a lie. You brought up 1967, the Loving Case, because you oh, would yeah, do yeah. you do a history corner. Mm, nice. uh, I would do two truths and a lie, the Quizlet corner, essentially. How do we squeeze all of this in under an and hour? And you also talked about the Orange is the New Black cover, about how it kept the you know cisgender pretty white ladies all in the front. Right. But then that show actually turned out to be kind of better. They, then they fixed it. Yeah, they, they fixed went it. towards the actual more interesting, yeah. diverse cast and mm-hmm. less about the white ladies. They fixed it. And I had a troll on social media. We talked unpacked who oh God, I we I was engaging with. He was like, "Oh, the old slave retort," and I had written a five paragraph response to them. Whew, I remember yeah. that. And I think it's so interesting looking back. I feel like. In 2015, there was still a lot of doubt, still a lot of All Lives Matter folks is where we were. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And I would say, really, honestly, it wasn't until the murder of George Floyd did folks really, oh, there's still some are still quite out there, but it's not nearly as many. Um, At least we're in my circles, you know. We were during Obama post-racial time where people are like, we solved it. Mm -hmm. Race is gone. And we were like, no. Yes. <laughs> Which is why we were having, we brought up this podcast. Like, I yep. will never forget it. You know, we, a big, a lot of inspiration. We don't let the hair down here. A lot of the inspiration, mm-hmm. we were both big fans of Throwing Shade. They changed their name. To Attitudes. Mm-hmm. Because Throwing Shade is more of a sort of black queer term. And I appreciate that. I do. Mm-hmm. And that's them. Like, they mm-hmm. were doing it before us, and they're doing it after, after us. us. Like, we to went go. to their show twice? We, once, uh, twice. Once. I went once. Then I went once. Because and then we, uh, in fact, we're in the middle of, we, we're doing a minority corner. We needed to uh, record a closing mm-hmm. after the end of one of those shows mm-hmm. uh, that we went to. And uh, yeah, so it's just, uh, it's so, you know, but I remember during like Michael Brown, they weren't talking about these sort of conversations. There was no, no one was talking about intersectionality. Except, I thought like when we first started. That's the whole reason we started this. Because there was no places of intersectionality. Yeah, they were like, we're feminists and we're gay and we're talking about it. And we're like, well, what about black people? And so, what about people of color? Right. And like not even a conversation. And again, they've come a long way. Long way. Great. We're late. not, no, yeah, they're absolutely. pillars. We were actually going to do during like in 2020, we were actually going to do an episode with them. But yeah. We couldn't get the schedules together. And uh, so I, I regret that that didn't happen. And then our opening theme song used to be Uzi. 
Uzi. Are you going to play it? <laughs> well, the, I think they've already heard it. I think they okay, uh, heard but it here's, the beginning. Oh, that's right. Here's the thing, though. How did you, how do we get Uzi? So Neke and I were looking for a, if you look at, I don't know if any of the old artwork, I mean, Neke and I, are, like, <laughs> our show is very sort of like of the 70s sort of funky vibe to it. Oh yeah, it was DIY fully because we took an old Instagram picture and like full, the old filter over, like remember the Instagram filters and it looked like an old 70s photo and it was from us at our friend Heather's birthday party where we went roller skating and James was like an amazing roller skater and so was my future husband Andrew. The two of them shocked the hell out of everybody. The rest of us were wibble wobbling around and you two were like zooming around. We were doing roll bounce. We were like, okay. <laughs> but we looked and that kind of took a photo and I got these little Afro puffs. We looked mm-hmm. so cute. I've got this like 70s handlebar mustache and I'm wearing this 70s outfit. Like open shirt, open big shirt, collar. Like this, pat- this pattern and this like corduroy like uh sports coat and we take this photo cute and that's what we use for our minority corner it was like cute. It was so cute it's just so interesting of like it was so diy it's so interesting yeah. how much like you and i got in on podcasting even when you and i got on mm-hmm. the market was already starting to get a little saturated it was like, getting to be a lot and just think about but now and it's like and it's so interesting when you and I first started, it was such like the everyday person, the layman's yeah. medium. And then and that's kind of some of the things I, I it's kind of heartbreaking about it because it's like, you know, how we got like Meghan Markle and Michelle Obama who yeah. like no shade of Michelle, but she did six episodes and was like, I'm done. Like, <laughs> it's a lot of work to do a weekly podcast. She was too busy making waffles and mochi. Have I, you seen that show? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it's a just, it, I, it just, I, I love it because it was a medium for us to be able to come into you, yeah. have a lot of success. I And so, oh, the Uzi sound song came from, we, I, we needed a song. Yeah. And this band came on, and the song Uzi that we use, Brown Out, is not even the song that I had actually heard, but I heard them in a taco, this like very San Francisco taqueria. I shazammed it, and the sound of it was like this funky thing. And then I went on their Apple podcast, their Apple music, and I was like, oh, they got some good tracks on here, and I messaged them on Facebook Messenger, hey, can we use your song? And they were like, yeah, but you know, you if you make it big, then you got to pay us some royalties. And I won't tell them. We, you know, Minority Corner, it brought in some income. And it's thanks to you all, Corner Kit Maximum Fund oh members. God, seriously. Like, the reason why we were able to do the show for so long, for seven years, is because of the members. There's no oh way we would have been God. able to do it, like, that so was long. Like, that was one of the best things. So it was like, a when we were doing it for that year, before we got onto Maximum Fund, it was like, you know, friends, family listening. And then occasionally we'd go on Libsyn and we'd see somebody in like China listen. And we'd be like, yeah, oh my ooh. God, that's amazing. But then after getting on Maximum Fun, which like, by the way, full on Lark, me thinking full of myself being like, let me just email Jesse Thorne. He was an RA at Santa Cruz. And thank goddess you <laughs> did. You had, for whatever reason in this moment, Aneke had the uh, caucasity of a yeah, mediocre I white was, man. Woo, I was feeling but, it. You know what? Our show is good. But I knew it was yeah, good. We, and I knew they had a deficit because at the time it was, it was not dudes. as diverse as it is oh, now. Yes. And that's one thing is that like now there's a lot of, it's so funny after you and I, we did ours, there started being a lot of like black gay guys black mm. lady duo podcast yeah. like, which I'm glad Me but too. when you and I first started it was not there there weren't there they absolutely weren't there. not I hate to say it but we came before the read sorry <laughs> we did. 
Absolutely. We were we were some of the first doing, I think, what it is that we, you know, were doing specifically. And yeah. I'm so glad that you did. And like yeah. looking at those first what's so interesting about like this little podcast that could when you look back on it. The first 15 episodes, I was moving to New York. Mm-hmm. We did 15 episodes. You were here. I was here. You came over. We record. I then went to Europe for supposed to be two months, turned into three months. Mm-hmm. And we started back up over again. Yep. Which I'm, I'm so glad that we did. And people, it could have been just the end of it. And I, but we I didn't. Thank you so much for your commitment and wanting to, to do this. Well, yeah. Because we did for essentially a year. <laughs> This thing for free, putting so much work and effort into it like it was. We were every week doing releasing it. an episode, doing the research, putting it together, and there was no monetary <laughs> no money, value no, coming in. But you know what it was? We loved it. One, it's a testament to our friendship. Yeah. I got if I got at least a guaranteed once a week time to sit down to talk to you. Yes. Yeah, so I was on the other side of the country. Yes. Yeah. And, like, that was so important and so much fun and also learning. Like, we literally were having, like, a good time doing it. Yeah. So, like, that kept it going, I think. Yeah. And then when we got onto Maximum Fun, it just exploded. And then all yeah. the these people, the members, gave us feedback to even keep it going even further. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and then the fun, like, again, the Maximum Fund members were able to get, you know, better mics, and we just kept investing further into it. Eventually got to a point, it wasn't until episode 100 we were able to uh, bring on an editor. Oh, yeah. Um, we've, well, <laughs> I can stay in the vault. I'm going to say, we've the ba- Sarah Brown, who's our, our editor right now for the Excellent. last two years, amazing. Where Where's Sarah Brown the entire time? But, like, I, again, they were also kind of just doing it, even for their first few editors, like, wasn't able to, like, really... Pay them really? a little bit. It was like a little bit, maybe like it they was like an honorarium, like, but they wanted to be a part of this community, yeah, which was amazing. Max Fun Drive 2022 starts in just one week, Monday, April 25th. We'll have exclusive Max Fun Drive gifts, awesome episodes, bonus content, and you know what else? You'll just have to tune in. We have some tricks up our sleeve. Please? Tricks? Is it plural? We'll catch you next week. The greatest time to support the podcasts you love. Max Fun Drive starts on Monday, April 25th. Don't miss it. I want to highlight some things that we did in the beginning. Okay. Well, first of all, what I think is interesting is that like the second episode was the Charleston Massacre. God. And if you think about, again, how much has changed, how much hasn't, we just had the subway shooting, so shootings and things like that are still a thing that's here in America. You're still in San Francisco. I'm back here in San Francisco. We started in San Francisco. I'm back here in San Francisco. Um, Episode four, never forget, uh, headline, Amber, she gave birth. Oh, my God. She got lost. This story was... (laughs) Episode four, this, this woman, mess. she <laughs> was pregnant, went into labor, uh, got lost and gave birth and then got attacked by bees and started a fire. And she went, oh, I think mommy started a forest fire. That kid's in like second grade now. Oh, wild. Yes, you're so right. Mm-hmm. Uh, our first fight, episode four, I think it was as Tesla. well. Nikola Tesla. Over a white man. What were we doing? Well, you were drinking wine. I was and drunk. that's what we learned. And that came- <laughs> We should not be drinking and doing this show. And Nekka was like, had a rough day. And we were just getting into it. You know what? 
that's what keeps it fun. It is true. I now, <laughs> so when I was going back and looking through the archives, I realized we covered Ida B. Wells twice. I forgot oh. you covered her. I covered her years later as oh. if I had just discovered her. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ida. That did not stick. Sometimes, like I say to my students, you need to hear it a couple times before it gets yep. in there. Yep. I, you know, and all the things, the moments that happen, you just think about how so, how much that happened in the last seven years. Obama was still in office, like you said. Mm-hmm. I, Sandra Bland happened. Ooh. Never forget Slave Tetris, which we talked about episode 13. I can still visualize those little Slave Tetris yeah. things. Episode 15. So and then again, I leave for Europe. I don't come back. I <laughs> don't come back. For a long time. We did a, we started doing movie reviews. We saw the, yes. uh, what was it? The perfect guy. We did the perfect guy. Did we do, um, um when the bow breaks, oh Catwoman. Uh, we also did vampire in Brooklyn, the yes, wig line. I remember that one. And then I, talk, so as we go through this timeline, kind of talking about what was going on in our personal lives, oh my God. I came back onto the show and like, I'm almost so embarrassed. I was in a relationship and boy, I bet I talked about that relationship so much throughout. That, that relationship tried to yoko us too. Yes. That literally tried to yoko us. <laughs> they did try to tell me like, I should like do the Get show rid myself. of Neke. <laughs> I'll oh never my forget. God. And I will say there was an episode that I did with my ex. I brought him onto the show. That episode mm-hmm. after we broke up I was like, Anika, I think I should delete the episode. You're like, no, no, keep it on. I deleted that episode. I you know. can't find it. Someone <laughs> asked, like, oh, we're missing an episode. I'm like, it's gone. I it's invited him on there. Yeah. I <laughs> there's some highlights of episodes. So, so kind of thinking about like different episodes that stick out or corners to you. Yeah. Um, the homelessness and LGBTQ youth. Oh, that Q was a youth. huge one. That's understanding that like 40% of the LGBTQ youth, uh, uh, 40% of the homeless youth are LGBTQ. And that really mm-hmm. put such a fire in my my heart and soul in terms of, you know, I ended up eventually volunteering at an LGBTQ yeah. youth place. Like, um, and it's just a fact that it's always stuck in my mind and, and part of like the work Um you know, we did an episode about sexual assault, rape in the military, specifically towards men. Oh, my God. That one was an interesting one. Yeah. Oh, did, I don't know when the African warriors and the um, the the gay warriors. The gay warriors. That, one. that, that was, was great. such a good one. We did mm-hmm. the queer story because I was on this, you know, so much of the show is like I learned so much during the show. Same here. And like learning so much about like queer story of like, yeah, yeah. Those, those warriors. It was like the story of 300 was actually the, was like the warriors of Thebes. Yeah. And they used to fight and fuck each other. Yes. Because who better is going to help protect you than the person that you're fucking to the left? <laughs> Oh, episode 25, we recorded, we used to record in the, ever, anywhere we could, we would record. Episode 25, again, we're not a part one? of Maximum Fun. We went to the park. I remember that one. That picture on Facebook just popped up. We recorded the show in the park. On Some guy came over. And it was like, yeah, it was just about a year. It was like, it was anniversaries <laughs> around here, seven years ago. And uh, Hunky Jesus contest. We made it through the entire day because it was the morning. Yes. And then Dolores Park. On woke Easter up, Sunday, woke its ass up. Started getting wild. I, I. Why did we record in the park? And what's so interesting? Again, our dedication. We're not a part of Maximum Fun, and we're like, we've <laughs> got to produce an episode. We can't miss. Like our de- because we dedication. Knew. We had something good. Yeah. You know when you have something good. Yeah. We we're, our work ethic is the same now. Like I mean, we probably revved up a bit when we got to Max for and you, Fun, for but sure. like um, you know, 
episode 32, you learned about twunks. Oh, yeah. I'm a twunk. Or I was. Now I'm probably no. like a... A wolf? Yeah, I would say I'm an old no, dad. You're, you're still a twunk. Okay. You'll be a twunk forever. Thank you. Episode 34... <laughs> It's titled "Everyone Needs a Little Side Eye," and so that's Ooh, when we start that's developing. Where, yeah, with the I'm shirt that you're wearing, side, side eye, your eye heroes. heroes. And episode thirty-four. This is our first episode part of Maximum Fun, launched June 9, two thousand sixteen. Look at us. Um, this was also around the time of, of Pulse, and I remember you were the one that had called me and told me um, about Pulse. Sorry, we just breezed past. You're married now. Okay, and I got married. I flew to come you, to your wedding. I mean, we talked. We and also let's like. Through the podcast, there was a lead up to it. Right. Like, yeah. oh, there was yes. a full lead up about how you were going to come and how you were going to do everything and how you're going to report about it. Yeah. Because I remember after the wedding, people wanted to hear about it. Yes. And you were talking about your flowers. I remember the, mm-hmm. the, the paper flowers. Top, since episode one, you're like, I'm making these paper flowers. And you kept hearing about them. <laughs> and then when you saw them, though, you were like, oh, the neck is paper flowers. Thank you. Thank you very much. Fucking amazing. Now I have to make a paper flower bouquet for one of my good friends. For her, she's getting married. I have to dust a, I tried to make one that did not look as good as the ones for my wedding. (laughs) So we'll see how it goes. Get those fingers ready. But yeah, James flew all the way out. James is in New York now. Yeah, at this point I'm I'm in New York. He's in New York. But at the same time, I'm flying back and forth. There's a few times I'm actually recording in Europe. When we did that uh, queer story, the, the warriors who fight and fuck each other. Yeah. That episode, I don't remember. So there was a nine-hour time difference between Anneke and I. We're not even on Maximum Fun. We're not even on Maximum Fun. And we are so dedicated to recording this show. It's so interesting. This is amazing. We're not on Maximum Fun. We're dedicated to, like, we're going to record the show. I'm yeah. in Europe. And, uh, oh, we're not even on Maximum Fun. And Anneke... I don't remember this, but my computer crashed at the end of us recording that episode. All we had was That's your funny. audio. And you I had to go it. back and re-record my, listen to Aneke, and I re-recorded all the audio. I'm like, I know what that joke is, but I'm going to make it this now. Like, You're not even like getting money. This is but fucking that's fucking dedicated. Not, that's really sweet. That makes my heart swell to really think about what we did for this show back when it was like the early days. Oh, but you know what it is, actually? Mm-hmm. Now I know why we kept doing our, our the fire like this. You know what it is? Why? We actually got the, this is what happened. Okay. Now I know why we're doing weekly episodes and keeping on board like this. Because actually when I came back, we got picked up by Maximum Fun. And actually the January when I came back from yeah. uh, from from Europe. Uh-huh. But they were going to the Maximum Fun yeah. drive. And they are like, we want you to start oh, after that. So we, so we knew it was up. coming up. Oh, yeah. so that's why we knew that people would be going back and listening to episodes. And that's why we're like, we had to keep episodes going. Okay. That makes that a little makes bit more sense. I was like, sense. why are we killing ourselves over this? I know I'm hardcore, oh. but this is. I fully extra. Rem- we used to do a AR ADR or whatever the hell all because sometimes the, the microphones time. would our little cheapy cheap microphones Janky would mess up. I know. Eventually we got to the Yetis. Yeah, eventually we did. Thank you, Yeti. But I would like, be in Europe recording and coming yep. back. Like I was Jet Setter Jones, like you all were. over the place. Yeah. Um, all, all over the place. I think one of the episodes that really stuck out, episode fifty. I just broken up with my uh with with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And one of the episodes I think really, really hit was, first of all, you did uh, the Chicano Moratorium a few episodes prior. Oh my God, I remember that. Yeah. That one was very powerful. Mm-hmm. You also allowed, like, we had just broken up, and you let, you were like, let's just take a break this week. And you we, needed time. It was 
was tough. We were supposed to record that day, and we I've just broken up. It was like it was like uh uh-uh. uh. Didn't we go and get like some French fries? We did, and we just recorded. We did episode forty four point five, where we just kind of talk a little bit, and we're like, yeah. "We're coming back," but I just appreciated that we did that. Anything over job yeah you know yeah episode 50 why your camera is racist oh this is when you do the kodak kodak one that one was huge that even got referenced on other podcasts that was a really really big one what was her name who's that lady (laughs) there was a woman that they used (laughs) as the test paula or something (laughs) claudette yeah Uh, not shortly after that, episode 52, 53, my roommate died and that whole entire trauma. Like, we're going, this is 2016. Not That's a sh- lot to happen in a year. Not shortly after, let's see, uh, November 11th, episode 55, Stay Fired Up. Oh my God. So after wait, Trump. okay, let me pause you. Yeah. We start in 2015. Yes, Obama's now in office. Obama's in office and then... You go to Europe, you move to New York, I get married, yeah. um, you break up with your boyfriend, sadly, yeah. your roommate yeah. dies, sadly. Yeah. Trump gets elected. Trump gets elected, uh-huh. and it's only been a year and some change. Yeah, and we're doing we're in the middle of the show. And uh, and then if you think about it, too, Trump was in four years out of the seven of Minority Corner. Trump was Jesus in office. Christ. We were not on the same coast for the no. majority of we it. We were doing pandemic recording before a pandemic. We <laughs> were doing pandemic. <laughs> so in the pandemic hit, we're like, oh, this actually just oh, makes it even easier. I like know. We, were, we were so great. We were doing pandemic recording before it was a thing for everybody. We were like ready to go. Let me just also share how the, the sausage was made. Oh, my God. We had, we <laughs> called each other on the phone. Yes. And we had the video. Yes. Up. The Zoom so that up, way. Yeah. And we were recording on GarageBand. Uh-huh. Because that's the only way that we could make sure that the connection would be perfect. And the timing of it, yeah. <laughs> and again, the first 100 episodes, it's like me and you editing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I did like the first, probably like 60, and then you were and like, then we I was would like, alternate. let me try to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then, but then I would say that that election episode was one of our highest episodes until um, actually after the murder of George Floyd. Like, people, you know, it came up. So it's, oh. it's it, the, I think one of the tragic things is that, like, one thing is that people come to us when something tragic has happened and they right. need solace. Yeah. Um, I just wish it didn't take something terrible come to back happen. For something fun, too. <laughs> And that episode is a good one because we talk about um, things to do. People are still feeling so pumped up what to do. Uh, We talk about black veterans who've always been fighting, Native Americans who fought in World War II. Um, But here's where some fun adventures start coming. Okay. We then go to the Chicago Podcast Festival. Oh, my God. We that do, was fun. We do a live episode. Yeah, we do. I uh, This is where we also come up with uh, You Got kwanzaa Oh, that's right. Our Kwanzaa episode that keeps coming back. We, a yearly tradition. Six years. Wow. We did that, that. Yeah, And it was actually one of our most recent highest download episode. People really? love that You Got kwanzaa special. I mean, it's a good one. Don't break it if you don't fix it if it doesn't need to be. Might even just fixed. re-release of this here for just funsies. I we do the history of gay Africa. Uh, our mm. second fight, episode sixty-five. Oh, what was that fight about? Oh, background actors. Rogue One, yes. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that our fights are our, like silly, silly, dumb. and then also the best part about both of those fights, we asked listeners, they're like, can, we're like, can you tell? And nobody could tell. And we hype it. They're like, we're like, get, get ready for a full-on drag-on fight. But if you all saw the Zoom, Nike and I are like, daggers. I know. 
<laughs> well, I think. Can, I know. can we take a break? <laughs> and then if you listen to it, we're probably like the most polite, like, well, I don't know about that. Well, I don't know. Let's try it. I Let's know the thing. heat. <laughs> uh, then we do the. Uh, so, oh, this one is a hard hitting one that Anike does. Episode 68, the Texas Rangers slaughtering Ooh, I, of I Mexican that Americans. That was huge. That was one of my favorites. And I did Bayard Rustin along with oh, that one. Oh, yeah. That That's a, a great one. Really good episode. Yeah. Um, also, remember the Minority Corner Kids Playground, the Facebook group? Yes. Back when Facebook was a safe place to we go. We actually had a Facebook group. We had a great interactive, cute-ass Facebook group. Shout out to you guys. I think some of y'all might still be on there, but, you know, we all kind of left Facebook after the election. It was like, Facebook mm, is that. a mess now. Uh, Jennifer Hudson makes her appearance on our first Maximum Fun Drive, episode 73. <laughs> <laughs> we do our impressions. Um Oh, this one's great. Episode 77, JMK's mm-hmm. Fairy Tales, where you and I Which one's that one? unpack the true story about the diabetic witch, the sugar witch. Oh, right. That is probably just her house and she was misunderstood. Yes. And she was probably a diabetic. <laughs> That she was probably just a diabetic, and uh, those kids came over there chomping around at her. You I know, know. Candy she's cane just house. trying to live herself in the woods, enjoy her little sugar shack. <laughs> and because she was probably like, they're like, oh, that woman, she doesn't want to be married. She's a witch, you know. I know, and she's like, I'm living my single life out here. Leave me alone. And then you helped me write what be- ended up part of my stand up is the true story of Goldilocks. That yes. she was just white privilege running around, sleeping in these beds, and you know it was some black bears that she was like, they did it. They scared me. 100%. I love that one so much. That's right. You started your stand-up career. Yeah, I did have that that. as well. I oh, at this point, I've changed careers too, or not careers, but I've moved jobs. I was working in the high school, and then I got hired at the the college. college, The college, Yeah. yeah. Things are trucking along there. Uh, some other great episodes. Oh, episode 79, Lady Pirate Shang Yi So. That was great. Uh, you also did, and I had so many great hard-hitting ones. The Tuskegee so Study on oh uh, episode 80. Oh, yeah. That's, um, I mean, the Tuskegee Study is the reason why there was a lot of still hesitation from the COVID vaccine. Right, it's yeah. all connected. It all connects. Uh, episode 82, Grace of the Nipple, were my near miss with that cult. Oh, my God, I remember that. Thank God that cult. That is, uh, I remember that. Oh, episode <laughs> 80. Three, one of these are I, all early ones. I feel like they're so recent, and it's so wild, like hard hitting. Episode eighty three, Aneke, mm-hmm. rip roaring and ready to go. Tulsa, you dropped the bomb on us about Tulsa. I'm gonna just say this: you started it. I People weren't even like talking about Nobody's it. Nobody's talking. It. And the next thing you know, it's in every it's single everywhere. goddamn There's thing. documentaries, yeah, all these TV be. shows. It should be, but Aneke, I had not heard about this until Neither you. Brought this to the forefront, and something else. I forgot which episode it is, but at this point, you've also actually already talked about the ladies of Hidden Figures. Yes. You talked about that um, in our first. We had just joined Maximum Fun. I was still dating Jerome. Yeah, uh, we recorded at Stephen Lemay's house. Yes, I remember. You talked about that, and then fast forward, they get a movie. Yup, Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures, episode eighty nine and ninety, one of our more controversial episodes because white people can't handle myths we said it's a myth it's a story but maybe it happened we don't know queen khalifa white people didn't like queen khalifa we had some negative comments in the itunes and there's some white people who did love it but there were some people who were like oh this isn't real but uh the story of queen khalifa who she could have been this you know great black queen who lived here that black people were being chosen by or like uh, chosen or 
tricked into leading uh, voyages over here from yes. uh, the the continent over there to over here because they had already been here. Possibly, we I don't loved know. It. Queen no. Khalifa was great. Wasn't there like another one in that episode? Because you talked about three different people. Oh, right? that's a different one. Oh, oh okay. we'll get to those. Those oh, queens. Okay. Yeah. Queen of two. Wasn't there somebody like Queen Deborah or something? It was a boring name. I remember laughing. Queen Candace. Yes. <laughs> I talked about three. This is later yes, on. This sorry, 2019, okay. but three black queens. Okay, good. I'm glad that it's more recent. <laughs> I was like, we've done Khalifa. It was there was like these great black queens with these amazing names. Then Candace, Candace. <laughs> and Neke was losing her shit on this one. Oh, so good. Uh, so then, oh yeah, uh, you know we've done stuff with Dolores Huerta. Yeah. I, I, um, episode. You've gone to Maximum Fun Con at this point. I've gone to Maximum Fun Con. Yeah. Oh, let's just also remind people that Dolores Huerta is the one that gave you the <gasps> tagline. Holy shit balls! So we eventually changed our our tagline that I together were the majority that came from Dolores Huerta because I told her hey I have a podcast Minority Corner she's like but we're the majority white people only make up 25% of the population and so that's where this tagline came I, in when you told me that I was like well this podcast has been blessed it, and it really I mean come on we went on for like 200 plus more episodes after yeah. that episode 100 we have our first greatest hits up uh, episode actually this is our second one we I think we had episode 52 is one uh let's see some other stuff time's up we talk about january oh, yes, 12 2018 uh, we did a raffle prize but no one collected their prize so we were like can we get to 100 comments by our 100th episode we, we, i remember that we were, we were trying, trying that one there were so many things that i wanted to do and i used to do monthly business meetings yes i wanted to do a book like because yeah. like podcasts on our level like they were doing a lot of stuff and i they felt were. like we were just as good we could do it we were we were um but we also had full-time jobs and other things so and also you know you need a little bit of celebrity to get you to that next level a little bit and i think like i don't know if we were maybe both in la like yeah you know, making more guests or being in the maximum fun studio like we yeah. were such a DIY podcast. They would have told, like, we were constantly, we have to give it to the other podcast and yeah. Jesse Thorne that they were constantly inviting us to do things. Like, if we were in LA, we would have been on all of the podcasts. Yeah. You were on Judge Sean uh, Hodgman. Hodgman. And Jordan Jesse Go. Lady to Lady back lady when it was lady. on here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're doing the round. So we were as involved as we could be. Yeah. I got to do Maximum Fun Con East because I was on the East where yeah. I met Renee Culver, yeah. my co host for Get, on, Get up. on Up. Listen to it. I I do the Black Panther red carpet February second two thousand uh, around February second we do a deep dive into that yes. James Nallen comes yes. on who's, came on twice Get, uh, we had a lot of guests too we, we also have to guests. give our props to the guests that Cynthia came on Tara Jackson Ashley Nicole Black Jennifer Covington so yeah. many folks mm-hmm. I we do a true number of slavery episode of like what slavery remember the numbers the oh sheer numbers God, yeah. that was a that was that was that was Michelle Buteau comes yes. on the show. You actually went into her apartment, I went to her apartment and sat with her. Yeah, and we hung out and got invited to her meatball party. Got invited to her meatball party. That was the end of that. Uh, I showed up. <laughs> I showed up. I showed up late. I didn't really should be starting on time. It was the contest was already done. But you know what? Still cool. Queen of two. That's when we do. <laughs> there we go. Episode two, was in 2018. Queen Candace. Can we pause for yes. a minute to say how awesome the name Queen of two is, though? It really is. <laughs> I mean, our episode titles are <laughs> so great. There's one episode title. I think it's going to be coming up a little bit later. But it's called My Ep- My Therapist is a Pervert. Oh, I remember that one. <laughs> coming up with the episode titles is one of my favorite parts oh, of the show. Because we got... 
a really good title good that just ones. says the um i we do an update about mandingo remember the guy yes, who was mandingo. yeah mandingo guy who was uh HIV positive? He was HIV positive and, you know, just pretty much he was arrested because he had gotten other people HIV positive. It was a lot of racism involved it in it. Sad. And he just also didn't really know about, right. like, uh, not have any sexual education and Wasn't things like that. Wasn't there some cognitive stuff going on, too? Some cognitive stuff, too. He was there at the university. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there was an update on that. You introduced us to Shirley Chisholm, a deep dive into her. Great. No idea. June 1st, 2018, Black Cowboys. Talk about the history of that. Which I found out recently I'm related to some. See, there you go. I know. Look at that. You're like, well, I know all about them. Cowboys were black. Yeah. June 8th, Hop Along Bingo and the Joyland Jazzers. <laughs> I made that one up because of your story. <laughs> no, because Hop Along Bingo, that was, uh, you were talking about the black amusement parks. Yes. And then, but you were also talking about... The jazz, wasn't the... Oh, the Tulalu? Yes. That came a week afterwards oh. where I talk about black folks and their relationship with the 4th of July. And they used to say, like, come on over. A Tulalu, what you get in the circle? What you Tulalu? <laughs> If you're sick of constantly arguing with the people closest to you about topics that really aren't going to change the world, we're here to take that stress off of your shoulders. We take care of it for you on We Got This with Mark and Hal. That's right, Hal. If you have a subjective question that you want answered objectively once and for all time for all of the people of the world, questions like, who's the best Disney villain, Mac or PC, or should you put ketchup on a hot dog? That's why we're here. Yes, I get that these are the biggest questions of our time, and we're often joined by special guests like Nathan Fillion, Orlando Jones, and Paget Brewster. So let Mark and Hal take care of it for you on We Got This with Mark and Hal, weekly on Maximum Fun. Oh, this is great. Uh, we do some Ask Minority Corner Anythings. Those were fun. Yeah, those, those were, were fun. We would, got some good questions. People would email in and we would answer different questions. Ooh, this is around the time. And we, yes. we got a call back because we got called on how we talked about trans people. We did. And yes. we worked it out and we did our research and we came to the table like we you should. Yep. And the reason I'm bringing this up is somebody recently sent me a DM and said, I wanted to thank you for the way that you and James did the work Mm. as cis people Mm. to address trans people and the issues that go along with it. And it was just really nice to, like, you know, not being a consistent host at this point to still get the feedback from a listener. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget, actually, I want to go into one of the episode descriptions. I cringe because it says transgendered. And, oh, it's... I mean, we we're learning as we're going. There's so yeah. much information. And I will say with us, like I, as you can see from a lot of these things, like, you know, we really try to be minority corner for like everyone. And so the different heritage months, we would lean into those conversations. Yeah. A lot next history. Yes. Um, you know, we really try to be a space for all, all of these voices. Um, you talk about the Gullah Geechee tribe. Yeah, I remember that. I got yelled at by George Takai because I accidentally said... <laughs> I didn't say Asian Americans in the concentration camps. I just said, uh, anyways, rightfully so. I got it. But I'm on the same side. You know, we learn and grow. That's what we do. 
We talked about the Tainos, Mexican reparations, Mexican uh, stagecoach Mary, Robert Smalls. You go on maternity leave at this point. Ooh, yes, this is wild. You're off. Yeah. You're off on maternity leave. Having a baby. Having a baby. Oh, you forgot my black mother mortality. Oh, yes. I had it on here. And and that's when I announced that that I was pregnant. pregnant. That one is huge for me because it caused me to to create a whole talking point that I did at my job. Mm. And I created a PowerPoint and I and I did all of the nursing classes wow. and I got told by several nursing students that they would that that impacted their studies. Well, and two again, like one of those things like like so many t- things that I feel that we've talked about here on the show mm-hmm. have not then start to permeate. Not that we are. I think we're part of that ripple effect of that conversation, because then yeah. in the election cycle, you had so many candidates like Kamala Harris was talking about it. There were many yeah. candidates who were talking about the black female mortality rate um, that was, you know, ha- happening there. Um, my, my yes, what are you going to say? Just really quickly. Yeah. It's crazy because I think back on that episode where I bring it up, where I talk about the black um mother mortality rate and i give all the examples of what happens and how to be precautious and how to take care of yourself and then on the flip side i give birth and then the same thing happens to me i know like i almost died for postpartum preeclampsia which is what kills most black women after they give birth yeah and it was only by a grace of god that i went in for that doctor's appointment and i had such high blood pressure that they sent me to emergency room it's crazy no 100 percent I'm yeah. out here preaching and I wasn't even following my own advice. Yeah. Nope. You are so right. Okay. I go back to after my therapist is a th- pervert. <laughs> we go back to, I I don't remember what the, I know that was, a, it was an article that we talked about, but I was like, this is a great title. Um, Someone had preferred a therapist. We do, let's look at, look at how creative we get. I'm in Europe. Mm-hmm. The time difference is so wild. Yeah. Uh, we do what's called voicemail conversations, part one and two, where we... I don't remember You this. don't remember this? So instead of us trying to nail time for us to record for nine hours, yeah, uh, I recorded an audio and I sent you what the audio was. And then you, as if we were trying to call each other, we're like, oh, oh hi, Aneke. This um, was deep. Like, I'm just had fresh baby, Just too. had a baby, too. So that's yeah. why it's foggy memory for yeah. me. Yeah. And so we both kind of do two separate episodes that we're talking to each other leaving voicemails and we do that for two episodes so thanks for bearing with us through that y'all we want to make sure we're still giving you content we did that for two um during this time i was having a hard time balancing but i do remember breastfeeding maya while we recorded an episode that is coming up maya makes her appearance here on minority (laughs) corner i i think that's coming up here but yes (laughs) Um, also an episode called uh, Send in the Clowns which talked about the Moors oh, yeah, on that. September 13, 2019 Send in the Clowns <laughs> That sounds bad We were talking about something else <laughs> Like Send in the Clowns all about the Moors No, that's bad <laughs> I know something else must have happened okay. that we're like, that's funny <laughs> Uh, October 25th, 2019, we hit our 200th episode. Amazing. Uh, and this is about then the time. Yes. Yeah, so I, I'm sorry. We did skip over. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Maya makes her appearance because Aneke was doing recording the episode and breastfeeding at the same time. It was wild. Snap, snap, it was snaps. wild. Snaps to you. I gotta get the podcast out. Gotta get the content. Still gotta get that content. Gotta feed this baby gotta too. Feed me. I so there we go. And then 200 episodes at 200. Uh, Aneke departs as a permanent uh, co-host. I know. I felt so. You are so gracious 
and so nice about it. I felt you don't even know the backstory of how painful it was for me to do that. Like it, it's still heartbreaking to me, but also so uplifting to know that you were able to continue it on for two more years. Yeah. And in such a great, amazing, wonderful way. Like, I think it enriched the podcast the way that you well, kept it going. I also think, like, it, it was really just built on the foundation of, like, the formula that you and I had really created. Um, and, you know... What I found, especially this last year, I think the thing that people really love about this podcast is it's just two people that really know each other and enjoy talking to each other. So for me, bringing on new guests that I don't really know wasn't always... I mean, I like Mackenzie Green, who actually is has... She has the most guest appearances oh, on the okay. show. Yeah. Eight. She had nice. eight. Yeah. That's good. Um, and so, but that was such a, a great gift to be able to find someone like that. But... Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, there was got to be a permanent, I won't say who, but there was going to be a permanent new co-host, but it quickly just did not turn out well. Tell me off air because I forget. Yeah, it just, and, it, and they've still been on the show like since, but it's just like, okay, oh, good. we have yeah. creative differences. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm so glad that it didn't go to a creative difference because the show then became, after you left, who haven't I talked to in a while? And yeah. let me catch up with them. Or Ugh. who do I need to fill this void? Like Ben Randall would be our political person. And yeah. you know, wanting to make sure that we get different diverse voices on the podcast. So it helps with just getting a nice rotation um, of, of voices on the show. Yeah. And everybody brought their own extra spice to yeah. it, which made it nice. Like, yeah. I mean, you and I have plenty of spice to spare. But just an added James, the consistency of knowing James and everybody has always loved you from the very beginning. Yeah. I'm divisive. I've looked at those comments. And then. No, that yeah. is not true. I am divisive. I, oh, no, no. People, no, I. People. Maybe we both just zero in on the ones That's of like. true. Because people love you. And I'm just like, wow. People like are just kind of, oh, James is no. here. That James guy doesn't know everything. Absolutely not. I see the things. I literally, I think about two months ago, I was bored and I searched it. And there's some old comments on there, and everybody's like, James is just magic. He's great. One comment was, I love it when Aneke comes back on the show. See? And I was like, ooh. And another See? person was like, I hate it because she interrupts James all the time. And I was like, no, that is bad. It's is it, fine. There's a Zoom connection. And also, that's just how black people talk. So <laughs> I've had to check myself sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, I'm interrupting people. Is that I'm doing that because you know they're a woman? Or I'm like, no, I'm black. That's how you talk. It is like double dutch. You want to get in. and, and it You makes get it, in. And it makes it hard times being in these meetings with these white folks. And I'm just like... All right, Sarah, you even come on. Like, not this Sarah. I'm no. just trying to think of the Susan. Yeah. What's <laughs> <laughs> a name that's like, I mean, and Karen's like been beaten to death. We already got that. Uh, Chandra. I have to switch. It's like code switching, but also pause switching. Mm-hmm. I have oh, to pause that's switch. That's smart. Yeah. So, like, probably when I'm at work, I'm more like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try that. Pause Can I tell you some things that happened when you were gone? Please, and shout out some of these guests, too. Okay, yes. Uh, so we had Samantha and Sezzi when I did uh, Christopher Columbus, uh, his atrocious ass for yeah. Christopher Columbus Day. Uh, big done. Also, in this time, this is 2019, I had my heart broken again from uh, someone in Amsterdam. Ugh, he's European. Gotta, it's that Scandinavian region I need to stick away from, my peoples. Too close to home. They're doing your genetics a favor. I know. <laughs> uh, ben Randall and I went through the impeachment uh, play by play. And I have to say, January 24, 24 two, uh, episode 215, 
Avi was on mm-hmm. and tried to. So Avi hadn't been on the show before. Yeah, yeah. And oh, never been. Hadn't been on. This is the first time Avi because was on Avi the show. has been on a couple times. Yes, yeah. since. But this was mm-hmm. their first time. Okay. And I, uh, they weren't really sure how to like. They've come out. They've done the show so many times, and you know, it gets better every and time. They're your friend, right? But their first time, they were like, "Oh, I don't really. Did I prepare enough? And I'm not sure. And I'm like, "Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine." And I caught a segment because I was like, "Well, this isn't really that good, or they, it wasn't as prepared, or it's boring." I caught <laughs> Avi yeah. was trying to warn. They're like, "Oh, there's this new virus coming through. Stop it! Called the coronavirus. Stop it! And on January 24th, I caught you that cut segment. that shit. It was January 24th. Wow! And Avi, we could have been on the cutting edge of warning about it. Wow! The- but Avi was like, there was a lot of not information. It wasn't really selling it, and so I was like, oh, we'll cut this. This is <laughs> pre-pandemic. Like there is so many, and this is a whole other. We could do our own new podcast about pre-pandemic weirdness. Yes. Wow, that's that's like so contagion. Got cut and You're like, uh, nope. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, we don't need that. And so, and also too, in fairness, I am actually planning a decade left episode two hundred. Mm-hmm. I was gonna do the show without or with a new guest co, a new co-host, and I was like, oh, I think I'm just gonna wrap it up. I'm leaving New York at this point. I'm done with New York. Coming back. Coming on back. I'm gonna go to LA, mm-hmm. and I'm actually, you know, thinking I'm gonna wrap up Minority Corner in March. I'm like, okay, this is it. We talked about last eight it. episodes. I had guests lined up. And then the pandemic hits, yeah. and I'm back home, and I uh, I get my cousin BJ. I don't know if y'all know who's my cousin, but I uh, get Bruce on here a lot. Uh, Jennifer Covington on here great. a lot, Excellent. also cousin fam. So uh, you come from a great family. You got a lot of good resources to pull from there. We all uh, yes, absolutely. And so I, you know, we do the Black Criterion Collection. Oh, yes. We have that. Um, you know, we also had to do a disclaimer on episode 223. I had my friend uh, Michelle from college on and the pandemic's kind of happening, but no one knows enough. I go over to her house and we're like, oh, okay, this is so silly. It's going to be over. I had to put a disclaimer because by the time we record it and then when we launch the episode three days late, so much has changed. It was like, this like, is like the shutdown. I was like, sorry, everybody. This was a very different world. <laughs> so take this into consideration. Everybody can relate. Yeah, uh, we talk about Madam C.J. Walker, yep. census, racist history of square dancing. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, I did that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. came back. You did, you came I'm back. I'm not gone. Gone, and, not forgotten. Yes. <laughs> and episode 233, so the uh, pandemic's happening. I'm like, well, I, I'm going to keep the show going because it was a way for me to process and also be there for our community. It was great. 233, the resurgence of Minority Corner happens. She has arisen. I George Floyd... Mm. was murdered mm-hmm. uh, uh my brother my brother and me did a feed drop and mm-hmm. it was like 300 increased by 300 percent. you exploded at that point i remember i mean i was getting booked to do all kinds of like different show we, were on all we then started doing double episodes a week so we do yeah. minority corner rewinds because we had tulsa all these different things yeah. we'd already talked about and i yeah. was like well it's already there and so we do these little mini corners um, I remember you know, that. we talk about the Rosewood Massacre, sharecropping, sundown towns. We brought on uh, Sarah as the editor and producer. Excellent. I I had another near cult miss. Uh, Renee <laughs> and I talk about the history of Indian boarding schools. Yes. Uh, you and I talk about Chocolate City. Oh my God! Yep. I then I um I Jennifer and I talk about badass bitch magic. Talking about Marie. 
Mary Church Terrell and Ida B. Wells. Yes. Who I didn't know that we talked about literally like 200 plus episodes. But like, listen, so much had happened. So, so much, much had, happened. had happened. 290, you talk about Argentina's racist history. Because I'm Argentinian. You're Argentinian. We talk about Billie Holiday, Nina Simone, myth busting of Rosa Parks on episode 293. Oh, uh, yeah. Like you think you know, but you have no idea that story. People are like, oh, she's only on a bus. It's not Absolutely true. Absolutely not. Claudette Colvin, who happened before her. Dark skin uh, and a teen. I forget which episode this happened on, but we also talk about the Chinese Exclusionary Act, which was a really big deal of like kind of seeing how things formed and who was allowed to come in here. That was an older one. Yeah, way older. I forgot which number it was on, but we did it as a rewind on 294. It was really good. 300th episode. Just almost last year, Anaki and I, episode 300, Polly Murray we talk about. So good. So fucking good. You know who I realized that we never... Got to have you this loss of the ether. Who? Black Mozart is lost because we did a oh! live episode and that audio is gone forever. I thought I redid Black Mozart. I don't think we did. We I didn't redo it? No. You oh. came on and did something different. I was like, okay. I was like, I already did some work. Black Mozart is whatever. I mean, it would it probably a make a good like story. Bridgerton story or yeah, something. But video and audio is lost to the ether. A Damn. lost episode. Oh, yeah. You need to talk about the live episodes that we did with Oasis. Yeah. So the episode 300 we did. That was a live episode. Polly Murray, 300 episodes. Yeah. Uh, and again, too, I was actually planning on ending the podcast. And then George Floyd happened. And I, like, I kept going because it mm-hmm. just felt like there was more conversation to be had. We talked about the how is the it, Renee and I talked about is the Kentucky Derby racist? Yeah. Yes. We found out why. And the history behind the black jockeys used to be black. It used to be one of the jobs that we could have. We could get. Little black people. Little black people. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Janet no. Jackson wanted to be a jockey for the longest time. She's tiny. That's right. Yeah, she's shortly random. Uh, we talk about AAPI historical influences on queer culture and history. Mackenzie's first episode happens on episode 303, and she's here with us for like, like 51. We talk about Yasuke, the black uh, Japanese samurai. Oh, our, yes. Our fellow love for Little Mix and Marvel. Like, she really, like, how Mackenzie Green yeah. made it so easy to book its guests and have someone that I could also, you know. When you find that puzzle piece. Yeah. I uh, recently 338 we talked about Andromeda was black mm-hmm. and uh 342 unsung heroes of the suffragettes and that yes. is kind of a lot of the highs. I mean more but that I know it was a lot but I felt like it was worth going back through. That was a taster. Go back into the archives, revisit it, relive it, enjoy all of the information that like that has been provided in these 300 plus episodes. I can't even wrap my brain around 300 plus. I know. That's amazing. That's a lot of content. A lot, a lot of content to to hang your hat on. And uh, I think we, yeah, we absolutely do. (laughs) For you, like how do you feel like you've changed? What does this show meant for you? So much. One, okay, so two parts. There is the educational part and there's the entertainment part. Yeah. And I'll do three parts, even though it would have happened anyways, but I'm just goes without saying our friendship has deepened and enriched and been amazing and even before we did the podcast you were my bro but now you're like literally my like you're my brother in arms like we're not blood related but you're my brother um and so i really enjoyed getting to like do this with you so on the on the educational part i'm a librarian everybody knows this mm-hmm. i 
would for my own job for my money making job i would research and do all this stuff for other people that's my job i research i find information and then i kind of gleam off of the side and be like oh that was interesting and then i go on my merry way this was consistently every week i would do research for myself yeah and that was deeply fascinating and it always came hand in hand with the research that you did so not only did i get the joy of researching finding something out for myself and then hearing something and learning something from you yeah that really solidified my enjoyment of being an academic librarian yeah so it's interesting that my side gig reinforced my main gig yeah and so i really that was something that is the reason why i think i did it for so long yeah because it was just like fascinating and yeah. it really itched that scratch that you don't get outside of college yeah and then the the third thing which is a new endeavor for me is it really kind of helped solidify the fact that i am an entertainer mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. do like entertaining mm-hmm. in that in these last like the god three months I've gotten headshots, I've yeah. gone in, I've got an agent, I've gotten two gigs, yes. and like really kind of entered that world. Yeah. And without doing the podcast for so long, I don't think that I would have the confidence to do it that I do now. Like the fact that, you know, we did so much with the podcast yeah. and that it was successful and people liked it gave me that boost of like, oh, I can actually do this. Yeah, you were still part of the industry and just like a different a different sort of lane of it. Right. So in the whole thing about the industry for me was the exposure of this is me. Mm-hmm. You know? There's like I'm good at doing a job. I can do a job and like get the job done and give it to somebody and do that. And I'm proud of that. But the exposure for me would be like, oh, this is me singing. This is me talking. This is me on the podcast just being a neke. And, you know, me acting is like vulnerable for me. But the fact that we did this, we cranked this out all the time. And it was like. Sometimes you were in your car. I know. <laughs> there were so many episodes where we were. my balls off in would a record car. In her car. Like we were such a DIY podcast. Like, Renee Brown not recorded a podcast in her car. Absolutely not. We recorded <laughs> everywhere. Parks. Like, oh I think my we God. even did an intro at somebody's party that you showed up to. And we're like, we got to jam this intro Yes, out. it was after we saw the Throwing Shade yeah, live did. show. It was like, Renee, we didn't do the closing. And yeah, we had to crank I that brought out. two microphones over. We're like, shh, shh you guys. And Renee's got her cocktail feeling saucy with her audience friends. Like, oh, you guys, I got to record my podcast. They loved it, though. Welcome to Minority Corner. Didn't they love it? <laughs> they that was one of those moments where i was like oh we can actually perform we got this fucking the chicago podcast festival that was so much fun that was a that was such an acute and that was our first time we got to i go on an adventure together and it was so and okay i told you this but Mm. that i needed that so much just to get that time with you Mm. i was away from my family again my roommate just died the breakup and trump those three things had like Mm. just happened and to be able to get this all expenses paid trip to Chicago. Chicago for the first time. Coldest weather I've ever experienced. Remember Freezing. how cold it got? Like the tears were frozen on our face because it was blowing the wind so hard. Never been cold in the center of my forehead. Yeah. That's was a, cold in the center of my yeah, forehead. Yeah. And in the Christmas town where I got food poisoning. <laughs> but we got the idea for Quads of Christmas <laughs> yes! Town, a Quads of Christmas Village. Uh, yeah, it's been like, you know, this, I am so beyond grateful for this show. And it's weird in one sense, like, I never would have imagined it would have gone on for so long. But then, of course, you know, like, of course, because I, I really believed 
and who we are, what we had to say. Um, I think I always would have had dreams for it to have permeated even larger yeah, like than some of, of the course. other ones. I yeah. think that, but you know, sometimes, but I'm so grateful of the community and that we've had and that like this will always be there and always exist. I am probably going to still download all of these episodes and put them like in a Google Drive Please. just in case like I don't know. I mean, you never know. That's a Internet lot of crashes. content. Internet crashes. It's so much content. So it much be... content. But what a great gift that we have like a time capsule, seven year oh diary God. time capsule that we have of our lives, of our feelings. It's um our p- journey. It's our pri- it's a primary source. <laughs> It, it, it's a right. fucking primary source. And two, I mean, how much I've changed and, and how much I've solidified myself as my multiple identities as a black man, as a queer man, like mm. as an activist, like mm. and all of the different things as a comedian, as a host. Yes. And all these different things that I have solidified myself with because so much has changed in this past seven years. I mean, this was my PhD program. Mm. I feel like I know so much and I got to thank you. Like I, you were doing a lot of the history and once those are the past year, that's pretty much all I've been doing is history corners. I mm. fucking love history. There's so much that we never learned. Yeah. I learned so much through doing this show. Um, I think it helped to strengthen how I show up and the work that it is that I want to do. And I got to tell you, this was like, this is part of my dream since I was a kid. Mm. I, you know, they say that when you're a kid, those things that you did, that's what you're supposed to be doing. And uh, my best friend and I, I used to have a karaoke machine. Yeah. And we would record and be like radio DJs. Ah, that's awesome. And here's fast forward with we, my best friend. Yeah. We would sit here and record and, and play. Um, so I'm just so grateful for this journey. And uh, I got to say something. Yeah. I also, it was a, it was alchemy. Because one, the moment I met you, you were my best friend. We did dumb shit like go to the movies and like Movie Cherry hop. Jones and like we would <laughs> do all Jones. of that. And like you had a car and like we drove my ass around and we'd talk about Anita Baker. And so we already <laughs> had our own language before we started the podcast, which yeah. is so important. But on top of that, I think it wouldn't have lasted so long because of your work ethic too. Mm. I have to give you credit. Like I wouldn't, I have a lot of, I have friends. Yeah. But I wouldn't have done it for this long or this deeply or this amazingly unless we had one, our connection that we do have where we can fight about Tesla and still be okay. (laughs) Two, our history. Yeah. And three, our work ethic. Yeah. We both, like we talked about at the beginning when we were making no money and we were doing this for like our grandmas, we were like, let's just do this and really do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? We were very committed. So like whenever, and I can confidently say, whenever like you say like, oh, I'm going to do something with like a business decision or a job decision, I will always be like, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Because I know you make good decisions. Yeah. And I know I make good decisions you because do. I pat myself on the back. Yeah, but like, Thank God as he sent that email to Jesse Thorne. Like, <laughs> I mean, we were going to shop it around, but I thought we'd have to spend some time. Like, Same I here. knew we'd get picked up by their earwolf for somebody, but I didn't think the first place that we... Knock the doors down. I gotta give it to Colin Anderson. I don't wherever he is. He went on to big things, but he really pushed for us. Oh, he yeah. was like, "I like these two weirdos." <laughs> <laughs> and 
they didn't have it. And they were like, thank God it's a it's not a podcast about two, three white guys talking about Dungeons and Dragons. I know. They were getting, no offense, but they had enough of those already. It's a glut of information. It, was, it really was. Um, we did. We. I mean, I'm really proud of, of us, but I'm, I'm very proud of you. I have to say it wasn't, I look back and you left around episode 200 and a hundred episodes later, I mean, there were some episodes that was like two a week, but yeah, still, still, like still. I, I, I am proud of myself for being able to continue going on because it's not easy when, I mean, this is a two hander, me and Aneke mm-hmm. and the magic that we had. And I look back and I can't believe and also, like two years during the pan, like the two years of the show is also the pandemic. Four yep. years of it's Trump. Yep. Like a lot of it is me on a different coast. Yeah, and I think just the amazing perseverance to do something that really, really, really matters uh, to you, and that you think like really um, is making an impact and, and a difference. And I think to everybody who's out there, I think uh, do it. It's your. It's. I think <laughs> if you're thinking about it, do it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I think you have your lane, you have your gift, whatever speaks to your heart um, that's going to make an impact. I always think about how do I want to leave this world better than where I found it, and I like to think that this show helped uh, do that in a lot of ways. I think, you oh, know, 100%. I and I think you also, I think similar you write the book you need and you do the podcast that you need. Yes. I, I needed I this. Needed the show so much. And even when I thought I was going to walk away, I still needed it. I yeah. needed to process the stuff with George Floyd. I needed to make a difference. I needed to like navigate through this pandemic. Yeah. Um, and I know that you all needed to as well. So I think a huge like thank y'all for listening thank because you. It's so legit. If you all hadn't shown up week after week and some have come, some have gone, some have refound, some but without you all, like there is no show, and it's just me and Aneke, which is fine. I mean, that's how it's still gonna be I after mean, this, uh, before the be... podcast, after the podcast. But you guys got a little seven year glimpse on inside of it. Gosh, it's so wild. So I guess that's it. Um, ah, I just want to keep talking. I keep know, it going. But I'm like, I literally have I'm like, nothing no. else to talk about. Uh, Janet, Janet, I what's know, doing? Did, we, I know. Janet have another baby? Uh, no, it's funny. Uh, some of the nipple. I think that's it. I think we literally have to turn the lights out, and um, this is it. And I, I, I listen to James to, on Get On Up. Yeah, come on over, come on over uh, to Get On Up. Uh, but I'm also so grateful because our relationship got so much stronger and so much deeper in these past seven yeah. years. And in a time that was so lonely and isolating, and being in New York, it was so great to be able to have that consistent person that I could talk to. I talked to you. More than my mom, like anybody in my family. Oh, like <laughs> I mean, I was going through when I was pregnant, I had a hard time. Yeah. When I was post-pregnant, I had a really hard time. And knowing that I had that, con- the consistency of, well, I'll talk to James. Oh, I got to prep for the thing so I could talk to James. Like just made it, it, it's like a through line that you need. You know, so I'm really grateful for that. And I'm glad that we just text each other all the time now. So I'm not, you know, we'll just keep texting and talking to each other about yeah stuff. Well, this is it. It's Bye. Been fun. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, this is Minority Quarter. It's black, queer, and ladylike. <laughs> Well, there it is. For some of you, you're probably like, oh, I don't remember that. Well, you're in luck. You get to go back 
and listen to some of our, our, our past moments. Again, listen, that audio is not going to be great in the beginning, but it's a journey. And I think the content was always good. So this is it. And, you know, trying to find the perfect way to end an episode, you're just not going to do it. I now see how shows you've gone on for seven seasons, how they struggle. Like, how do you finish something? And I don't think that you have to because the work itself speaks for itself. And I don't think... You know, this might be the last new episode that we create, but I'm so excited for the folks who will find us. As long as the internet exists, the show will exist. Uh, So I'm so grateful for that. I think a lot of the messages will ring true. And I look forward to the day where we can look back at this podcast and think, gosh, that's just so weird that they were having to talk about, you know, all these different inequalities or mass shootings or, um, you know, uh, you know, police killing, you know, unarmed black folks and, that it's just a moment where like, wow, that was so wild. I look forward to the time when this podcast is so outdated, but that time is not, not now. And I think this podcast is just as relevant as it was when we started seven years ago. I said this last week, and I'm going to say it again because it bears repeating. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you, whether this is your first year, first week, or you've been here since the beginning, or you've come, you've gone. I'm just so grateful. You know, when you start something that comes from your heart, you don't know who's going to pick up. And, and again, you week after week invited myself, Aneke, our friends, our, our new friends into your lives. And y'all are so busy. There's so much content out there, but you made Minority Corner a home and you became part of this community, this movement, and I'm just so incredibly grateful for you all. I think the thing that I would definitely like to leave with you all is, and you're, this isn't going to surprise you, but it's the same thing that my acting instructor left with me on our final day, and you already know what it is. Get into therapy now. Most people wait for it's too late. Now, that can be whatever therapy means for you. I think the biggest thing is please make sure you are doing the work on you because that's how you're going to be of service to everybody else. Like it really has to start with you. Whatever that ritual is, the morning rituals, the evening rituals, there's so much coming at you. And because you listen to this show week after week, you're you're open. You want to make change. You want to make an impact. And you are. You are doing it. And I know sometimes you're like, oh, there's so much. And you feel like maybe you're not doing enough. But you are. You run your race. You you show up and you do it the way that you are supposed to do it. You're doing it. And if you you get still and you take care of you, you'll know what those next steps are. What the next book is that you should read or even the next podcast or should I say something should I speak up or should I say something at work or you know do I have that conversation with my uncle or maybe I start a podcast or maybe I write that book or I do that painting or I volunteer at that organization you know when you take care of you you'll have the space and energy to do those things and it's okay to take breaks take your breaks because it's work it's long we probably won't see the end of it in our lifetime, but we're going to make things that much better than the folks that are going to come behind us. And that again, they'll think like, wow, that was so wild that they were having 
to do any of that. But it comes with you must take care of yourself. And then from there, take care of the people around you. And then from there, even more. I think and I hope if anything else that you walk away from this podcast is just loving yourself, loving everybody, because together we really are the majority. And if there's just the majority, like just think we're all part of the same, you know, human race and all of this, you know. Yeah, I'm getting a little kumbaya. It's the last episode. <laughs> and sure, there are differences, and we acknowledge those differences so that we can break down the barriers of how much they're such bullshit. But we got to know the facts. We got to know the information to be able to get that story out there. So I know sometimes it seems like a lot. and You got to take your breaks, but you just take care of you and you come back and you do it in your way. Like each and every one of you that is listening, you have a gift, you have a mission, and I would love for you to do whatever that is to the fullest. And you already know what it is because it popped into your head the minute I said it. And if it didn't, that's okay. Maybe it probably did. Maybe you're just a little bit too scared. But maybe it just means you got to get a little bit more still. You got to maybe unplug a little bit. Do those rituals. Is it writing? Is it meditation? Is it working out? Is it running? Is it knitting? You find your way and you do that to take care of yourself and you do the work. And you make a commitment to unpacking and dismantling all of these systems of isms. There's so many. You know what they are. You've been listening. But we make a commitment. It's a lifelong commitment. And I know you're going to do it. I know we're going to do it. And this isn't, I don't believe in goodbyes. I believe in see you laters because we're going we're gonna to be connected again. You know, who knows? Maybe there'll be a bonus episode of Minority Corner that might just pop into your feed one day. Or come on over to Get On Up. You know, I know I've been really pushing this show a lot <laughs> but it's my new baby and uh i'm looking forward to seeing where it goes this new this new chapter and 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 you know what maybe maybe this will be it for for us but as my therapist used to say relationships don't don't end they just change and we will always have had this time together people come into your life for a reason a season or a lifetime and who knows which one of those but i know more than anything that it was an important relationship that we've had over these years, these weeks, however long it was. I uh, I hope I made an impact in your life. I know that you made one in mine. And I'm just so incredibly grateful for you all. So this is it. This is it. So one last time, would love to thank uh, our producer and editor, Sarah Brown. I... I would like to thank uh, all the other. We've had other editors as well. Woody, appreciate you. I we appreciate you as well. I, you know, big thank you to obviously the queen, Aneke, who there was, I mean, we already know. There's no Minority Corner without her. She won't let us forget it. <laughs> but there was no Minority Corner with her out her. I'm so grateful for uh, what she helped us, you know, create and start. I have not the same person that I was seven years ago. And if it wasn't for this show, I, uh, I I don't know who that person is. Not me, not in this version of the multiverse, but I've grown so much as a, as a proud, gay, black, queer artist, activist, actor, you know, friend, 
comedian, all of the things that I feel like I identify. It's so rich and it's because of this show and all of you. So big thank you. Big thank you. And okay. Thank you to Lori Fowler, production coordinator. Thank you to Dolores Huerta, who gave us that uh, because together we're majority. That was definitely a game changer. Jesse Thorne. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And the Maximum Fun team. Thank you. All of you. I feel like I'm at the winning an Oscar and I'm about to get played off of my own show. <laughs> But thank you to the big, the Max Fun team. Y'all are so well, uh, wonderful. Uh, Bikram, uh, Stacy, just uh, April, uh, Daniel. All of you are just such such an amazing Kira. Y'all are just such an amazing team. So grateful for each and every one of you and all the other shows and hosts. What a great, amazing family. And uh, Maximum Fun listeners, thank you for listening over the years. The Maximum Fun members, this is it. This is it. And so now, passing the baton over to you, corner kids, corner adults. But you know, we're always we're always kid at, kids at heart. But now, the work continues. It's on. It's on to you. And I, uh, I'm really gonna miss you all. It has been a really amazing past seven years. You've this show has absolutely changed my life in so many ways. And so, I uh, just thank you. Thank you for listening to Minority Corner, because together, we're the majority. I love you all. All right. That's it. Keep learning. Keep growing. Keep playing. Keep side-eyeing. And thank you all for listening to Minority Corner over all these years, all this time. Thank you all so much. Thank you for listening to Minority Corner, because together, we are the majority. And I love you all. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.